Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Michael Bernstein, the rabbi of Congregation Gesher Torah in Alpharetta, Georgia. Today we'll be looking at Megillah Daf Lamed, the 30th page of the Tractate of Megillah. The conversation from yesterday's Daf about the specific readings, especially for the special Shabbatot, uh, those special occasions where a second Torah is taken out to read from, uh, this continues today. And it's worth noting that uh, what is fixed in our calendar today, what we look and see, that we have these special occasions. Uh, first, Shabbat Shkalim, which uh, is most um, basically an idea of remembering the collection of Maxita Shekel, the half a shekel from everyone, which today we understand, we read from the Torah portion in Kitisa, which talks about collecting this half a shekel, which actually went to uh, the specific um, purpose of the, the hooks and brackets uh, in uh, building the temple, uh, but also serves as a census. Um, and we saw that the Gemara has argued the question about whether or not we should read Kitisa, or whether we should read a Torah portion of Tzav, that uh, is uh, what we end up reading for Rosh Chodesh for the new month, uh, because those collections of the half shekel also went uh, most directly to the maintenance of the uh, of the offerings, which include the daily offerings. But today, of course, we know that we read Kitisa, and that is Parshat uh, Shkalim. The second of these special Shabbatot is Parshat Zachor. Um, we're going to spend some time thinking about that, but just briefly, Parshat Zachor is the section in Deuteronomy in which we say, Zachor Asher Amalek, remember what it is that Amalek did to you, uh, specifically talking about the, the depravity of this uh, attack by Amalek, attacking the vulnerable, and uh, remembering that uh, we are at war with Amalek uh, that started in uh, our defense against this attack um, and continues for eternity. Uh, and then the third of the special Torah portions is Shabbat Para, the reading of the Para Aduma, the red heifer, uh, which again is a special because uh, it's described as being a, a ritual that is of such uh, a baffling idea that uh, the pure become impure and the impure become pure that it deserves its own Sabbath as well. And that is uh, the reading uh, that is from the uh, from Book of Bamidbar. And finally, Parshat Chodesh. Uh, the special reading preceding uh, the, the new month of Nisan uh, and telling us about the special um, formulations at rituals and preparation for the Pesach. And so we read from the book of Exodus the description there about the need uh, for the first uh, preparation uh, of the, the sacrifice for Pesach and the charge to, uh, to have a special foods that, uh, of course, become our Seder. But um, in this conversation, it's clear that what is on our calendar and fixed uh, has to be determined 
by the Gemara, what do we do? Uh, each of these Shabbatot have a connection, uh, Shkalim, to Rosh Chodesh Adar, to the beginning of the month that uh, will bring Purim, but specifically also the time in which the tables were set out by the money changers so that people could get this special Maxita shekel, this half shekel, so they could give it in an exact way. Zahur connected to Purim itself because of the connection of Amalek and uh, Haman, the enemy in the Purim story, uh, Para, and uh, leading into the, the purification rituals up until Pesach, and of course Parsha Tachodesh with Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The, um, what I want to look at is the conversation that happens between Rav and Shmuel about what it is that should happen when Purim falls on a Friday. And the question is, should Parshat Zachor be brought back so that it's farther away from Purim, but at least on that Shabbat before the Friday, uh, we get in that reading before Friday? Or should it be Ma'achrin, should it be pushed forward so that it is connected, uh, at least one day connected to, to Purim? And uh, the argument that is made is that we should, in fact, be makdimin, that we should take Zachor and put it behind, uh, push it back so that we read the portion of Amalek before Purim. The second uh, um, idea, the second approach says, well, in fact, in walled cities such as Yerushalayim that are walled from the time of Yoshua ben Nun, we understand from the very beginning of the Masechet, that uh, in those cities it is in fact the, uh, the, the tradition to read on the next day because we know from the discussion in the Megillah that at Shushan they fought for another day. And so on those days, if Purim falls on a Friday, it will in fact also be on Shabbat and there will actually be a direct connection uh, that we will read Amalek and, uh, and celebrate Purim uh, overlapping. What I find interesting is how important Parshat Zachor is. We think of reading Torah as something that we must do. Uh, it is certainly something that, as Shabbat comes around, we know there is a Torah portion, we know that it needs to be prepared, that it is a central part of the Shabbat uh, um, ritual. However, it is the case that there is only one part of the Torah that is itself a Doraita, a Torah commandment, to read. And that is Parshat Zachor, because the Torah itself says, Zachor Asher Amalek, to remember exactly what Amalek did. And what does it mean to remember? We understand that to remember means to read from the Torah. And because that commandment actually tells us specifically to write this down in a book, um, the commandments around Zachor is that it must be read from especially, we're especially sure that the Torah that it's read from is kasher, that everything is set the right way, that the reader has the proper intention to read it in order to be um, fulfilling the commandment for those who hear it, that uh, all who are hearing it hear it with a special intention to fulfill the command. We'll see that all of these other readings that are, that are um, prescribed for the holidays are important, and perhaps uh, they may fall under the commandment uh, to read Moedei uh, Adonai, uh, that God said to Moshe, concerning these uh, commandments of the festivals of God, but this one is for sure written in the Torah itself. Remember what Amalek did. And you could say that it's simply a, a way of understanding that this just happens to be where the Torah tells us to remember. 
but I think there's a deeper idea. Uh, why, of all of the things we read from the Torah, the one that has to do with this war against Amalek uh, is primal, and it connects also to this idea of why um, the halacha goes, in fact, that we push the zakhor back to make sure that we are makdimin zechira la'asiya, that the reading, which in this case is reading about Amalek, comes before the asiya, the doing, which in this case is Purim, which is really not exactly Amalek. It's based on Amalek. Haman is the descendant of Amalek. But the doing that we do in celebrating is about this um, response to Amalek these generations later. Uh, so what is it that is so important about this remembering that it has to come before the doing? Um, as opposed to uh, putting the doing first. You might think that, in fact, Purim is more active. In Purim, uh, all of this uh, reliving and remembering uh, happens through our actions and not just the reading. And there is actually a source. We don't always turn to it in thinking about Talmud. But uh, this particular Gemara that we have talked about on our daf is cited in the Sfat Emes, in the Ger Rebbe, um, who's... Uh, commentary mostly on the Torah, but also um, through that uh, there, he certainly touches on the traditions that are mentioned, such as the one in our Gemara. And he makes the, the following point and says, it's not a coincidence that this Torah portion is itself so central uh, that it be read in the Torah, because the very essence of Torah is Zechira. What does that mean? The very essence of Torah is remembering, especially in opposition to Amalek, which is in the world of Asiyah, of doing. So there's a fight to be had against Amalek. It had to be fought in the Midbar. It had to be fought in the days of Purim. We have to stand up against Amalek. But in the world of Amalek, we can only try to match their Asiyah with our best Asiyah and with God's help to prevail such as uh, we had when Moses lifted his hands in the famous story that when the people saw that his hands were upraised, they prevailed. But the Torah is in a world that Amalek cannot touch. The Torah is in the world of Zechira, in the world of remembrance, in the world of meaning, in the world of making the purpose of life. Amalek is purposeless. Its only purpose is to hurt. Its only pur purpose is to destroy. The Torah, which comes first, even before our own actions of asiyah, that's the reminder of what we stand for. And therefore, it must come before Purim. It's not just about Amalek and the seriousness versus the, the frivolity of Purim. It's about the very essence of purpose that is in Amalek. And uh, certainly as I think about this daf, and I think about this struggle uh, with the, in the world of doing and the unfortunate realities of fighting evil in that world uh, versus the, uh, the power of Zechira, the eternal power of the Torah as a form of purpose. Um, even as I record this, and I'm sure even as uh, we study this stuff in its term, um, this is more than hypothetical. Uh, it's something that we are strongly facing um, as a people um, and continue to face. And, uh, and here is a very powerful even though a ritual reminder, a very powerful reminder of why the purpose comes before the action, the zechira before the asiyah, even when facing such an implacable enemy as, uh, as Amalek.
I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.